0: This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we unjumble important and sometimes under the radar statewide issues that affect you. And Shayna, we've been talking a lot in recent weeks about this tone of bipartisanship that has been struck mm-hmm. by everyone now that we have a new governor and a new legislature in Lansing and divided They're government. in and for- Kumbaya. Exactly. But we're starting to see maybe the first little tiny cracks in that this week, I would say.
1: Yeah, there was a couple things that happened that are really potential like hairline fractures in this foundation of bipartisanship one of them is that the republican senate is going forward with these advise and consent hearings and you know sort of sticking their nose into governor gretchen whitmer's appointments
0: this is where they vet the appointments that she makes to lead her departments
1: Exactly. And they were supposed to have those committee hearings this past week. However, due to the cold spell, everything was closed. But I did speak with Senator Peter Lucido, and this is how he explained like, why they want to now be doing these advise and consent meetings, even though they didn't do them with a Republican governor.
0: Picking the best people to fit the need of the state of Michigan, which means are the individuals uniquely qualified to do the job or was this a political appointment?"
1: So there's that going on. And then there was also this minor tiff between Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Speaker of the House, Lee Chatfield. Governor Gretchen Whitmer wanted to move her state of the state to the week after President Trump is going to give his State of the Union. He had scheduled his for the day that she was going to give her State of the State. She put out an announcement saying that she was changing it. And then on Twitter, Speaker Chatfield said, whoa, 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 there's a method for how to go about this. and He he needed to speak with some people before she could officially have that date.
0: Suggesting possibly that the Capitol might not be even available, which is kind of right. funny because <laughs> you and I know, Shana, from covering the legislature. No one's using the Capitol like 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> what could possibly be going on? Not on, on a on. Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. What's interesting about both of these things is that they are correct, that this is the way that things should work or they're laid out to work. These are sort of the rules, Right. The thing is, as you mentioned, like with the advise and consent meetings and other things, Republicans did not do that when you had a Republican in the governor's office. They just sort of gave him a pass. They said, "Okay, we trust you, you know, that sort of thing. And now that there's a Democrat in the governor's office— That tone has changed dramatically, and now, suddenly the rules matter again.
1: This is something that's important to pay attention to, because while these are sort of small potential cracks, these are, you know, sort of little tiffs, little dust-ups, they could foretell some major disagreements down the road when they start actually trying to work together on different policy decisions and get some serious legislation passed.
0: And moving forward, I think that what you're saying is very true. And I think that if those little tiny cracks we were talking about could turn into much bigger fissures as soon as we have, for one thing, a budget presentation from Governor Whitmer, which is sort of the first policy document that she has to give to the legislature, and then they can start battling it out. And also, Other big policy statements that she'll be making in the coming weeks, especially starting with her State of the State address, we're just starting to see the little tiny things, but those are likely to multiply as we start really getting into the policy debates moving forward.
1: Yes, we can only sing Kumbaya for so long.